Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. This is Pastor Ray Brandon from Northbridge Church, uh, bringing you daily encouragement from God's Word. We're working through the Gospel Project on Be Still My Soul. We are in Unit 18, Session 1, Daily Study 3, looking at Esther 4 through 6 in, in your devotions today. I, I want to just look at one concept. You're going to be reading chapters um, 4 through 6, and in the Gospel Project, it talks about the fact that Esther identified with her people. At this point in the story in Esther 4 through 6, she is in the palace, and she um, word comes to her through Mordecai that um, Haman has this plot to destroy all of the people of Israel. We're going to look at that tomorrow and just the issue of Haman and his history and the spiritual battle that is going on because really that, that's, what ha- that's what's happening. Beginning in verse 3 and onward, you see um, not a political battle, not even an ethnic battle per se, although those are the things that exist on the surface, but a spiritual battle. Um, but here, Esther is brought to the awareness in, in such as uh, oftentimes... Um, when we are in comfort, when we're in a, a place where we are insulated as the palace was, she is not even aware uh, of the plight of her own people. And she seeks to, um, she seeks to send garments to her, her uncle, Mordecai, who is sitting in, in, in ashes, sackcloth and ashes. And word gets back to her, and he is rather um, dramatic, or at least she thinks so, because her response in chapter 4 is, I can't go to the king, I haven't been summoned, and it, it might cost me my life. And he was like, the house is on fire, we're going to die out here if somebody doesn't do something because of Haman, the descendant of Esau, the Edomite, the Agagite. Um, he is plotting to kill not just the Jews here in Susa, but the Jews back in Jerusalem. He is going to utterly wipe us out. And of course, we have seen this struggle ever since Jacob and Esau, all down through Scripture. Um, Esau and Jacob are a type, uh, and Haman is a descendant of Esau, and it is uh, flesh against spirit. It is evil against good. Um, it is the redeemed against the damned. That's, that's the, the struggle. There's, there is a spiritual battle that's taking place. Esther does finally choose to identify with her people, to what we would use the word intercede for her people and go before the king, which is a, a, a wonderful thing, a very good thing. But I want to draw your attention to something that is dramatically absent in this book. It's dramatically absent, and that is... Uh, the subject of prayer. Prayer is nowhere in this book. Um, you don't you don't see Mordecai and Esther going to God in prayer. Now I want you to take into consideration Esther's background. Um, she is one that neither had a father or a mother. Um, she was carried away um, with captives. Um, she was her her. Um, family, her, her central um, identity as a, an individual, both um, as family had been taken away. Um, she is a dramatically lonely individual. She's given to the care of Mordecai. And just think about her plight. Um, she is a beautiful woman, um, but yet she is made to uh, perform for the king. And it is that kind of uh, performance based on her beauty and her body. 
um, that she wins the the favor of the king. This is not a place that we would um, wish for any young Christ-following woman uh, to be, yet God chooses to use her and Mordecai uh, to preserve um, his people, to save his people. So she's coming from an incredible place of great difficulty, great pain. Uh, she, she lacked the education, the spiritual education, to depend upon God and to go to God in prayer. And so we see that God does use her. God has uh, appointed her and uses her and Mordecai to save God's people. And she does intercede on behalf of the people of God um, with the king, but never intercedes on behalf of herself, her uncle, the people of God, with God. And that's something that is incredibly lacking um, in here and, and ought to draw our attention to the, 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 the power of prayer. Prayer does a, a number of things. Prayer causes us uh, to come before God. Uh, there's, there is a psalm, Psalm 68, verse 2, uh, that calls us to trust in, in God, to trust in God and to pour out our heart before him because God is our refuge. And never once do you see Esther or Mordecai pouring out their heart before God and that comfort that can come from God uh, in prayer is, is, never, uh, is never made known here in this book. They lack that kind of relationship. And, and so as we look at that and we say that that is a, a missing piece, so we ought to, um, we ought to go to God in prayer. We ought to um, be people of prayer where we take our concerns. Um, we see a dramatic um, outburst uh, of anger. We'll look at that as Haman, um, Haman is, is ticked off at Mordecai. And because he's ticked off at one person, he, he desires to destroy an, an entire race. And what we know is that we go through life and there are incredible difficulties. There's great pain, um, but there is a place to go with our pain. There is a place to go with the pain of other people, and that is to intercede on their behalf to God. Um, that, that is an incredible resource. The one thing that I can, can look at this passage and say is that as we understand Esther's background is probably she was not taught is something that Mordecai, even her uncle, uh, did not teach her uh, to go to God in prayer. And how very important that is that one generation of Christians, that one or two generations of Christians teaches the, the next one or two or three generations how to go to God in prayer. Um, such as um, we do with our men's uh, prayer breakfast that we host once a month and in small groups, going to prayer. But where is it that our young people, whether they're infants or elementary age or middle or high school or college age students, where are they seeing God's people pray? Uh, I think they need to see that, need to be taught how to pray, how important that is to daily depend upon God, to daily go to God in prayer. For what we do see very clearly um, through this book is there's an incredible spiritual battle out there. 
And we have a weapon. We have a weapon that the world knows not of. Um, and that weapon is prayer. And we can depend upon God in prayer for God surely is moving. God is God is is working and we ought to go to him in prayer. So think about that today as you uh, as you contemplate, you read chapters four through six of Esther. Um, are you a person of prayer? Are you marked by prayer? And are you of the age that you can be reaching down and be teaching someone else um, simply by your praying, praying aloud and in joining people in prayer? When they talk to you, do you say, well, let me pray for you? And maybe you even want to pause with them and say, can we just briefly, can we pray about this right now? Can, can we talk to God and bring it before him? God is listening. Let's pray.